Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, it's Friday, my friends. Gosh, I love Fridays. Fridays are my favorite day of the week. And I have to tell you, normally on a Friday, I would do the Friday roundup. I would get to all of the stories that I had left behind for the week because, as you know, I overprepare for every show. I have way more information than I need to get through an hour podcast. Welcome in, by the way, to the Matt Lock Show. I'm your host, Matt Lock. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor at Real Matt Lock. You can find me over on Facebook, the Cartel Matt, and of course the Matt Lock Show. And you can find me every day, Monday through Friday, from 12 to 1 p.m. on America's Voice News. Lock and load. I got Chris X on today. So if you didn't see the television program. Go back and watch it. It's over on America's Voice. Download the app on your iOS or your Android phone. If you've got Roku, if you've got Amazon Fire Stick, if you've got Apple TV, go get it. Go get it. It's a fantastic, it's a fantastic outlet. They're giving you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you, God. I've been reading articles all last night about Fox going left and Shepard Smith and, um, Oh, my God, just so many things going on over at Fox News that they're hardly even conservative anymore. I mean, they've got uh, uh, Paul Ryan sits over on the board over there, and he's telling them, you know, we got to get away from Trump, got to get away from Trump, got to get away from Trump. And it is red. Remember, everybody deployed. Remember, everyone deployed Friday. I'm wearing my Make Making Radio Great Again shirt. Got that on today. But uh, remember, everybody deployed. Love our veterans. And speaking of our veterans, head over to Scars and Stripes Coffee. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Get you some great coffee. I've got mine right here. Oh, it's really good in the morning. I'm 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 taping. I'm recording early in the morning this morning because I got a full day. I got a full day. I, I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing lock and load. Chris X is on there. And then I'm filling in for three hours on 95.3 Michiana's News Channel up in South Bend, Indiana. So I've got five hours of television radio today. I love it. Staying busy, living my dream, and I need my Scars and Stripes coffee. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Order yours because what happens is you empower a veteran. This is a veteran-run company, and they want an all-veteran sales force to go out there, and what they've done is they've created an e-commerce platform where these veterans can have a mission. They can come back from serving their country. They get put into these little groups. They help each other along. They make money. They can be entrepreneurs, and they get to run their own business. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Great coffee, great merchandise, great people. If you're doing coffee in the morning, get over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Tell them the uh, tell them the Matlock Show sent you. You can find their link up on my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Um, T-shirts are up. And hats. I and I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm a little bit. I, I think it's weird because I love, I love the beating them over the left. If you hear my introduction done by the great Ron Phillips, he says, if there's a microphone around, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. I love that T-shirt. It's got my microphone on it. Beating the left over the head with it. It's got my little microphone, like a mace on it. It's fantastic. That's up for sale. Matlockshow.com. I've got the Matlock Show logo shirt up there in sizes medium to double X. 
You can get that over there. And then, of course, Matlock Show hats are back in order. I apologize. It takes me a little bit longer to get those hats in. You guys completely ran me out of inventory the first go around. Should be good to go for now. Hats, T-shirts in. Get over to the matlockshow.com. All right. So normally, on a Friday, I would do the roundup. I, I would talk about things that I did not get to throughout the course of the week. And, and this week has been a crazy week. Hard to believe that it's already Friday, honestly. Um, I love the weekends. Got Ohio State playing tomorrow night. Can't wait for that to happen. Going to play a little golf in the morning. Um, my wife's got a golf outing. She's working for uh, the local boxer rescue. So we're busy. We're really busy this week. But uh, this week went fast. And there's so much news. And uh, we're finding out. And I want to talk about because I'm gonna, I, I covered this with Chris X on the television show today. I want to talk about whistleblowers. I want to talk about the transcript. And I want to talk about impeachment because the more time that expires, the, the more time that comes by here, uh, the more information that we're getting, we're starting to find out this probably was a hit job. Russia hoax 2.0. We, we've got the left out there, and I've been seeing it all over social media. You've got memes out there. Jesse Waters is saying it. I see it everywhere. I see the same underlying theme. The Democratic Party is trying to impeach a president for what Joe Biden did. It's amazing. So now we're learning, you know, uh, President Trump released the transcript of him and the president of Ukraine, uh, Vladimir Zelensky talking. It was five pages. I read it yesterday. You can go back and, and re-listen to that podcast. It's over on Spreaker and where all podcasts are found. iTunes, iHeart, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Oh, by the way, I have to say, guys, thank you and gals. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm 132 on the podcast rankings. I was, uh, what, 165? Now I'm 132. Moving on up, you guys are blowing it up. Thank you so much. It's amazing what you're doing to this show. Please share. Please let your friends know. I'm out here working my tail off, trying to get you some good entertainment and get you the quality truth. But we're, we're hearing this everywhere. That President Trump strong-armed that he asked for a quid pro quo, that he asked Ukraine to look into a political opponent. And a lot of this is laughable. I, I want to come out and I want to say to people, and, and I'm not an attorney, and I don't play one on TV, even though my name is Matt Locke, but Joe Biden is not a political opponent of Donald Trump's yet. He hasn't even won the primary. We don't even know who the political opponent of Trump's is going to be. So why is the left getting their knickers all in a bunch over the fact that, you know, Joe Biden may have committed crimes? Don't we want to, I mean, aren't we a country that says, you know, I'll tell you, I'll be the first to admit Biden is innocent until proven guilty. But we have a lot of information that is here that maybe ought to be looked into, Right. Maybe we ought to be looking into some crimes because I'm looking at Breitbart right now. Report. Hundreds of documents conflict with Joe Biden's account of why Ukrainian prosecutor was fired. Now, it says hundreds of pages of never-released memos and documents conflict with a story that former Vice President Joe Biden has been telling about him pressuring Ukraine to fire its chief prosecutor because he was corrupt and not because the prosecutor was investigating a company that had hired Biden's son, Burisma. The Hill's John Solomon. I'm going to cover this on MNC this afternoon. The Hill's John Solomon is reporting that the documents, many from the American legal team that helped the company Burisma Holdings, tried to stave off its legal troubles, raised the troubling prospect that U.S. officials have painted a false picture in Ukraine that helped ease Burisma's legal troubles and stop prosecutors' plans to interview Biden's, Biden's son, Hunter, during the 16 presidential election. I want you to think about that. What is the left telling us? I mean, what is the left telling us? The left is telling us that Trump is trying to meddle in the 2020 election. It's not the case. 
It's not the case. And I talked about this yesterday, and I'm going to talk about it today. CrowdStrike, the company that came in and investigated the hack server of the Democrat National Committee, was brought up in the conversation with the Ukrainian president. Why do you think that was? Because Trump asked the Ukrainian president to investigate the 2016 election. And now what are we seeing today? Hundreds of pages of never-released memos. Uh, They were trying to stop interviews with Biden's son during the 2016 presidential election. We're not talking about 2020 here. The left wants you to think that we're talking about 2020 here. The left wants you to believe that Trump's trying to meddle in the upcoming election. Hell, they want you to believe that Russia meddled in the 2016 election, which is a complete and utter falsehood. They couldn't find it out. Mueller and $40 million and everything else. So now what are they going to do? Only thing they know how. Resist, corrupt, engage, and uh, let's make sure that we can drag President Trump's name to the mud because we're mad that our lady didn't get elected president of the United States. Now, see, this is a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. The left went out there and they said, you know, we believe that President Trump committed a crime. They investigated They looked for proof. They looked for documents. They looked for testimony. They looked for witnesses. They looked for anything they could. Hell, they're still trying to get his tax returns. They're out there investigating, trying to find proof that President Trump and his administration colluded with Russia. Okay? Now, as we look, this is what's crazy. Because now we're watching as we see hundreds of pages of of never-released memos. We're seeing videos of Biden saying, yeah, well, I told him, I I, I told him, you got about six hours. You got about six hours. That prosecutor ain't fired. That money ain't coming. That's a quid pro quo. We have proof sitting everywhere and the left's like, oh no, 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 no. Let's, let's not look into it. Let's not look into it. And now what are they trying to do? They're trying to turn this into a Trump scandal because that's what they do. And all the while, I want you to think about what's going on here because I'm going to get back to this. I've not lo- I've not lost my spot, but this is Friday. Friday I get to bounce around. And here's where my head is on Friday morning. We're paying attention to this whistleblower. We're paying attention to this transcript. We're paying attention to this supposed scandal. Impeachment, right? Has been brought to the table. We're paying attention to all that, right? What are we not paying attention to. I think the biggest thing that we're not paying attention to today is the upcoming IG report. Now we've been waiting. This is the really crazy thing about all this. And this is how my mind starts. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry. Got, Got stuff stuck there. This is how my mind works. We've been waiting on this IG report for what seems like months. It's been a while. And in this IG report, they're investigating whether there was any corruption with these fraudulent FISA warrants that the Obama administration took to the FISA court to spy on American citizens. Why aren't we hearing about that? And on top of all of that, you know what what we're not hearing about? John Dunham. Because Dunham is investigating the investigators. So we're not hearing about that. How damning is that information? Seriously? How damning is all of this information that's about ready to come out? Doesn't it lead you to believe that we're going to see a lot of crazy stuff come here and maybe, just maybe, this impeachment, this whistleblower, this... Uh, I don't know, this transcript are all planted to make sure you're not paying attention to certain things. Now, I also want to say, what else are we not, what else are we not talking about today? What else are we not talking about? How about one Jeffrey Epstein? Remember that guy? You know, the guy that was peddling in pedophilia all over the world who was a high price pimp 
for very wealthy people all over this world. He was setting them up with young girls, mostly young girls. I don't think there were any young boys, but sex trafficking. And who do we know was right in the middle of that? One, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Lolita Express, Orgy Island. There was a, bro- there was a black book at one time that had thousands of names in it, right? And at one time, before he mysteriously killed himself, they were going to release somewhere in the neighborhood of 2,000 pages of names of people associated with Epstein. We never saw that. We, we never saw that. Those are two colossal, humongous stories that we are not talking about today. And my brain says, why? Why aren't we covering that? You know, because we know that the Clintons are connected to the child trafficking, to the pedophilia, to Epstein. We know it. I mean, we know that Bill Clinton was on Lolita Express 26 times. Hell, we know Hillary Clinton was on it. We know uh, Richardson out of New Mexico, Prince Andrew um, over in the UK. I mean, we got some pretty big names that came out and all of a sudden he's dead. And now we have a whistleblower complaint from someone inside the White House who did not have firsthand knowledge of the call saying President Trump did X, Y, and Z. So President Trump releases the transcript. We find out that the whistleblower statement is complete bunk. Now we're also finding out the whistleblower did not have firsthand knowledge. But we also now know, and I want to get back to this story. I'm going to get to this whistleblower story. There's plenty of time here as I move through the program this Friday morning because we've got hundreds of pages. Never release memos and documents that conflict with what Joe Biden has said about his story behind this uh, Shokin, this prosecutor over in Ukraine. And the thing we know, and and this is a crazy, this is a crazy thing because what we know is that uh, many from the American legal team that helped this Burisma Holdings Company try to stave off its legal troubles raised the troubling prospect that U.S. officials may have painted a false picture in Ukraine that helped ease Burisma's legal troubles and stop prosecutors from interviewing Biden's son, Hunter, during the 2016 election. Now, Solomon reports that, for instance, an official Ukrainian government memo shows that Burisma's American legal representative met with Ukrainian officials just days after Biden forced the firing of the chief prosecutor and offered an apology for dissemination of false information by U.S. representatives and public figures about a Ukrainian prosecutor. So they smeared him. They smeared him. Then they apologized for the false information. And then they met with the legal representation. Nothing crazy there, right? In other words, the company that employed Biden's son apologized to the Ukrainian government after the firing of the prosecutor for the U.S. representatives and public figures' actions or remarks. Didn't matter. It was after the fact now. John Solomon also reported that Burisma's American team offered to introduce Ukrainian prosecutors to Obama administration officials to make amends, according to the Ukrainian government memo and Burisma's American legal team's internal memos. According to Solomon, the memos raised the following questions. One, if the Ukrainian prosecutor's firing, Mr. Shokin, involved only his alleged corruption and his ineptitude, why did Burisma's American legal team refer to these allegations as false information? Think about that. If he was corrupt and ineptitude, inept, wouldn't that be grounds for his firing? But yet, the legal team for Burisma referred to those allegations as false information. Number two, if the firing had nothing to do with the Burisma case, as Biden has adamantly claimed, why would Burisma's American lawyers contact the replacement prosecutor within hours of the termination and urgently seek a meeting to discuss the case? Were they trying to set the narrative? Were they trying to get, what were they trying to do? Trying to get out in front of this? They wanted to make sure these 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 folks were ready to play ball. It, you know, where they do they want to sit down and say, "Hey, look, this is what we did to the last guy. If you want to play ball, here's what you'll do." I mean, it's all kind of fishy, isn't it? Now, Solomon 
reported that in a newly sworn affidavit prepared by a European court, Prosecutor General Victor Shokin, that was the prosecutor that was fired, testified that when he was fired in March of 16, he was told the reason was that Biden was unhappy about the Burisma investigation. Rut row, raggy. Because what's Joe Biden telling you today? Biden's telling you, no, 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 no. No, Shokin didn't get fired because of the investigation. He was corrupt. He was this. Now, what is Shokin saying? He was told the reason that was Biden was unhappy about the investigation into the company that had hired Biden's son. You with me so far? So the truth is, this is a quote. The truth is that I was forced out, and this is Mr. Shokin, because I was leading a wide-ranging corruption probe into Burisma Holdings, a natural gas firm active in Ukraine, and Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was a member of the board of directors, Shokin testified. On several occasions, President Poroshenko asked me to have a look at the case against Burisma and consider the possibility of winding down the investigative actions in respect of this company, but I refused to close the investigation, Shokin reported. Solomon said other documents show that as Biden's effort to fire Shokin pick up, picked up steam, Burisma's American legal team appeared to be moving into Ukraine with intensity. Burisma's accounting records show that it paid tens of thousands of of dollars while Hunter Biden served on the board of an American lobbying and public relations firm called Blue Star Strategies, run by Sally Painter, Karen Tremontano, who both served in President Bill Clinton's administration. No corruption here so far. According to Solomon, just days before Shokin's firing, Painter met with the second highest official at the Ukrainian embassy in Washington and asked to meet officials in Kiev around the same time that Joe Biden visited there. <laughs> oh, these people are so corrupt. Ukrainian embassy employee Oksana Shular reportedly emailed Painter afterward saying, quote, with regards to the meeting in Kiev, I suggest you wait until the next week when there is an expected vote of the government's reshuffle. So they were re, like any government, they were, you know, obviously doing elections. Ukraine's Washington embassy confirmed the conversation between Shulyar and Painter, but said the reference to a shakeup in the government was not specifically referring to Shokin's firing or anything to do with Burisma. Yeah. Painter reportedly asked one of the Ukraine's embassy workers to open the door for the meeting with Ukraine's prosecutors about the investigation. Blue Star would eventually pay that Ukrainian official money for their help. And at the same time, Blue Star worked in concert with an American criminal defense lawyer, John Beretta, who was hired by Burisma to help address the case in Ukraine, according to Solomon. The case was settled in January of 17 for a few million dollars in fines for alleged tax issues. Now, Solomon reported that Buretta, Painter, Tremonantino, Hunter Biden, and Joe Biden's campaign have not responded to numerous calls and emails seeking comment or clarification upon these statements. Now, on March 29th of 16, the day Shokin's firing was announced, Beretta reportedly asked to speak with Yurov Sevruk, the prosecutor named to temporarily replace Shokin, but was turned down. However, Blue Star, using the Ukrainian embassy worker it had hired, remember that person, eventually scored a meeting with Sevruk on April 6th of 16, a week after the firing. Beretta, Tremontano, and Painter attended that meeting in Kiev, according to Blue Star's memos. Sevruk memorialized the meeting, memorialized the meeting in a government memo that the general prosecutor's office provided to Solomon, stating that the three American Americans offered an apology for the false narrative that had been provided by U.S. officials about Shokin being corrupt and inept. Quote, they realized the information disseminated in the U.S. was incorrect and that they would facilitate my visit to the U.S. for the purpose of delivering the true information to the State Department management, the memo reportedly stated. 
Now, the memo also reportedly quoted the Americans as saying they knew Shokin pursued an aggressive corruption investigation against Burisma's owner, only to be thwarted by the British allies. These individuals noted that they had been aware that the Prosecutor General's Office of Ukraine had implemented all required steps for prosecution and that he was released by the British court due to the underperformance of the British law enforcement agencies. Now, this memo provides a vastly different portrayal of Shokin than Biden's account. Solomon said the contents of the memo are partially backed by subsequent emails from Blue Star and Beretta that confirmed the offer to bring Ukrainian authorities to meet Obama administration into Washington, D.C. For instance, Tramontano wrote the Ukrainian prosecuting team April 16th of 16, saying U.S. Justice Department officials, including top international prosecutor Bruce Swartz, might be willing to meet. The reforms are not known to the U.S. Justice Department, and it would be useful for, for the Prosecutor General to meet officials in the U.S. and share this information directly. Beretta sent similar emails to the Ukrainians, writing that, I think you would find it productive to meet with DOJ officials in Washington and provide contact information for Swartz. I would be happy to help, added Beretta, a former senior DOJ official. Now, Burisma, Beretta, and Blue Star continued throughout 2016 to try to resolve the open issues in Ukraine. And memos recount various contacts with the State Department and the U.S. Embassy in Kiev seeking help in getting the Burisma case resolved. Just days before Trump took office, Burisma announced it had resolved all of its legal issues and Beretta gave an interview in Ukraine about how he helped to navigate the, navigate the, the deal, the outcome. Now, don't you find it let, 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 let's stop here for a second. That's a lot. And, and it, it continues. There's so much information here. It's hard to disseminate all of it. But you've got America just, why are you so adamant on helping Ukraine in this situation? Why are you so adamant in, in going out there and trying to alleviate the crimes that Burisma supposedly committed? Why do you want to cover all this up? Why do you want to help? You, you know, here's the thing about the world. Nobody does anything out of the kindness of their heart anymore. It seems like it's so terrible. I try to be different. I try to do things, you know, out of the kindness of my heart. If someone asks me to do something, I try to do it if I can. But for the for the general rule, most people don't do things out of the kindness of their hearts, especially attorneys, especially people in the government. They only do it to do what? to cover their own asses. So here you have these officials in the Obama administration telling Ukraine, oh, you know, I'm going to tell you, we're, we're, we're sorry about the false accusations that have been flying around the USA. But hey, 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 come to America. Let us help you so we can help you cover this up because we know it's bad for our vice president, for Obama, for Hillary Clinton, who was Secretary of the State, for anybody that's involved in the Obama White House. Shh. Let's get this done as quickly as we can. And now what's going on? Here's the thing that's amazing to me, because what is going on right now? Biden's out there telling you this is not the story. But what do we have? We have hard information that this is the story. We have more solid information than anything the Democrats had on this Trump-Russia collusion, and no one's doing a thing. Where are the Republicans? Where, where are the Republicans in the House and the Senate? Where are the Republicans in our government jumping up and down saying, you know what, no, something needs to be done here. Someone needs to look into this. Someone needs to find out what's going on. We have a lot of damning information that needs to be looked at. No one is doing that. Quite the contrary. It's like they're running from it. It's like they're scared that they might find something out. Because I'm telling you, I think the right hates Donald Trump as much as the left. Now, I've got a story in the stack that just drives me nuts. I talked about this in yesterday's podcast about a secret ballot <laughs> in the Senate. And I might have gotten a little bit loud, but Jeff Flake is out in the news today. We're going to get to that in the uh, second part of the podcast today. Uh, I want to take a moment, just take a quick, brief stoppage here. Head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Verb Forever link. It's at the bottom of my page. And get you some CBD oil. Have you been looking into CBD oil? Now, I'm going to tell you, 
I have had some firsthand conversations with some of you who are ordering this product, and you're telling me it's fantastic. It's helping you sleep. It's helping you feel less, less anxious. It's helping with muscle pains and inflammation and headaches. And this is what CBD does. And the thing is, a lot of people just don't know. So if you're struggling, if you are struggling with some chronic aches and pains, if you're struggling with migraines, if you're struggling with, you know, you have a problem sleeping, sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. I really do. Sometimes my brain just doesn't turn off. I don't know if it's anxiety. I don't know what it is, but I will tell you, check out Ver Forever and get you some CBD oil. It's over on my link, the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. If you click on that link, here's what you can do. For first-time orders, if you've never ordered CBD oil through Verve Forever, you can use the code VERV, V-E-R-V, 5-0, and get 50% off your first order today. If you are a frequent flyer, you've ordered before, thank you, for one. Secondly, use VERV20. V-E-R-V-E will give you 20% off your order today. Any order over $100 in the continental United States will get free shipping. And on top of all that, they've got CBD oil for your pets. We are buying that for our dog, Samson. It is amazing the turnaround we've seen in him. I mean, he's more active. He looks like he's in less pain. We've had him on CBD now for about a month and a half. I will tell you, I think it's working. Now, I can't talk to the dog, so I can't give you firsthand knowledge, but I can watch him move around. I can watch his actions. I can watch how he responds, and I'm telling you, he is a lot more active than he used to be. And also, on top of the CBD oil for adults, well, for humans, the CBD oil for pets, they have a cream. They have a CBD cream that you can rub on all of your aching back, joints, knees, elbows. That product is flying off the shelf. So if you've got some aches and pains, you, you want to get some instant relief, that CBD oil. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verve Forever link. Use Verve 50, V-E-R-V-E, 5-0. Get 50% off your initial order. And if you've ordered before, use Verve 20. Get 20% off that order today. If you order over $100, you're going to get free shipping. Vervforever.com, thematlockshow.com. Click that Verve link. Do it now. All right. These memos. John Solomon, he's going to start his own media deal. I saw that the other day. Sorry, I had to take a drink. My voice is a little scratchy this morning. Um, it takes a little while to warm up. And uh, I'm trying to be nice because I, I'll tell you, I rode this voice hard yesterday, and I've got five hours of talking to do today. So I'm trying to pace myself on a Friday, right? But uh, John Solomon, who is over at the Hill, has uh, he came out, oh, I don't know, about a week ago and announced he was going to start his own media company. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, he probably has a lot of backing. He's on Sean Hannity all the time. Uh, him and Sarah Carter are amazing. I've tried to get interviews with both. It's harder than hell to do so. But uh, fantastic guy. But John Solomon reported, we're going to go on with this report he has over on Breitbart, that Ukrainian prosecutors say they have tried to get this information to the Justice Department since the summer of 18. Now, I've talked about this before, fearing it is evidence of possible violations of U.S. ethics laws. And they hired, here we go, a former federal prosecutor to bring the information to the U.S. attorney in New York, who reportedly showed zero interest. The Ukrainians then reached out to Rudy Giuliani. Now, I told you about the whole thing. You know, Ukraine has been trying to get us this information, but the Obama administration would not give their emissaries visas to come over here. So they hired an attorney to hand over this information to the U.S. attorney in New York, and they didn't want it. So what did Ukrainians do? They reached out to Rudy Giuliani. And as Solomon noted, the New York Times first published a story in December of 15 about Burisma hiring Hunter Biden. Just weeks after the vice president was asked by President Obama to oversee U.S.-Ukraine relations. That story also alerted Biden's office that Shokin had an active investigation of Burisma and his founder. Solomon detailed his previous reporting on an effort to change the narrative after the Times story about Hunter Biden ran with the help of the Obama State Department. Here you go. Hunter Biden's American business partner in Burisma, Devin Archer, 
texted a colleague two days after the Times story about a strategy to counter the new wave of scrutiny and stated that he and Hunter had just met at the State Department. The text suggested there was about to be a new U.S. aid project the embassy is announcing with us and that it was perfect for us to move forward now with momentum. It says, I have sued the State Department for any records related to that meeting. The reason is simple. There is both a public interest and an ethics question to knowing if Hunter Biden and his team sought state assistance while his father was vice president. The controversy ignited anew earlier this year when I disclosed that Joe Biden admitted during an 2018 videotape speech that as vice president in March of 16, he threatened to cancel $1 billion in U.S. loan guarantees to pressure Ukraine's then-president, Petro Poroshenko, to fire Shokin. At the time, Shokin's office was investigating Burisma. Shokin told me he was making plans to question Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden about $3 million in fees that Biden and his par- partner Archer collected from Burisma through their American firm. Documents seized by the FBI in an unrelated case confirmed the payments, which in many months totaled more than $166,000. That right there, my friends, is where they're getting the $83,000 that Hunter Biden was making a month because supposedly Burisma was paying Biden and this Archer $166,000 a month. Some media outlets have reported that at the time. Joe Biden forced the firing in March of 16. There was no open investigations. Those reports are wrong. A British-based investigation of Burisma's owner was closed down in early 15 on a technicality when a deadline for documents was not met. But the Ukraine Prosecutor General's Office still had two open inquiries in March of 16, according to official case files provided to John Solomon. One of these cases included taxes, the other allegations of corruption. Burisma announced the case against it were not closed and settled until until January, January of 2017, which is when President Trump took office. After I first reported it in a column, the New York Times and the ABC News published similar stories confirming John Solomon's reporting. Now, Joe Biden has since responded that he forced Shokin's firing over concerns about corruption and ineptitude, which we know are now false, which he claims were widely shared by Western allies and that had nothing to do with the Burisma investigation. Now, Solomon wrote, as we end this article, which is very well written, today, two questions remain. One is whether it was ethically improper or even illegal for Biden to intervene to fire the prosecutor handling the Burisma case, given his son's interest. That is one that requires more investigation and expertise of lawyers, which neither of us are. Number two, the second, is whether Biden has given the American people an honest accounting of what happened. The new documents that John Solomon has obtained raise serious doubts about his credibility, and that's an issue that needs to be resolved by the voter. Now, I'm going to tell you, the Democrat Party is in trouble. They're not happy. And, and now you've got this scandal with Biden that we're going to get into. We, 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 we're going to talk about this, this complaint, this whistleblower complaint. But where I want to go next, I saw an article the other day. Wall Street, not happy. Don't really care about Wall Street, mind you. Um, they're a bunch of morons to be absolutely honest. But I, I want to, CNBC, this, this was so unusual for me. So CNBC, um, about a day ago, written by Brian Schwartz, here's the headline. Wall Street Democrat donors warn the party, we'll sit out or we'll back Trump if you nominate Elizabeth Warren. Huh. I'll I'll read this to you just real quick. Democratic donors on Wall Street and big businesses are preparing to set out the presidential campaign funding cycle or even back President Trump if Senator Elizabeth Warren wins the party's nomination. In recent weeks, CNBC spoke to several high-dollar Democratic donors and fundraisers in the business community and found this opinion was becoming widely shared as Warren, an outspoken, outspoken critic of big banks and corporations, gains momentum against Joe Biden. Quote, you're in a box because you're a Democrat and you're thinking, I want to help the party, but she's going to hurt me. So I'm going to help President Trump, said a senior private equity executive who spoke on a condition of anonymity in fear of retribution by Democrat party leaders. 
The executive said this Wednesday, a day after speaking, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, I can't talk this morning, announced that the House would begin the formal impeachment inquiry into Trump. I'm telling you, they're not happy on the left. They're not happy with their candidates. They're not happy of what's going on. And now you have Joe Biden getting his ass handed to him. And what do these moneyed people say? Eh, you know, if Elizabeth Warren's the lady, we may just sit out. The left is not happy. They do not like the fact that Elizabeth Warren may be the candidate. And they're going to withhold their money from her. That's what they're going to do. But I want to get back to this whistleblower deal. I told you I was going to uh, get back to that, and I've been jumping all over. We got about 20 minutes, so we got time. But I want to get to this article out today. Report, federal worker who made complaint, the whistleblower complaint, is CIA officer. Is anybody is anybody surprised at that? I mean, is anybody shocked at the fact that, you know, this person, and we're hearing that it's a guy, and I talked yesterday, we don't know if it's this Breck Buell or not, but that's what I've been told. But the partisan federal employee who issued a complaint regarding President Donald Trump's phone call with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is a male CIA officer who was previously detailed to work at the White House reported by the New York Slimes. According to the Times, the officer, who has since returned to work at the CIA, appears to be an analyst by training and steeped in details of U.S. foreign policy regarding Europe. Further, he is believed to possess a sophisticated understanding of politics in Ukraine. He's a mole! This guy was put into the White House to do what? To spy on the president. Can think about that. This guy was put there by who, Brennan? Clapper? Who, who, who in the intelligence agency put him there? Now, the Department of Justice on Wednesday confirmed the Office of Intelligence Community Inspector General found that the so-called whistleblower not only had secondhand information, regarding the phone call, but also possessed a political bias in favor of a political rival of President Trump. Quote, the complaint raises the prospect that the whistleblower was not detailed to the White House either during the events in question or when he learned about them, notes the newspaper. In a statement from the Slimes, the officer's legal team confirmed his previous work at the CIA, but warned the newspaper against revealing their, their client's identity, claiming that doing so would potentially place him in danger. No, 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 no. Let, let, let's talk about this. I'm tired of these anonymous sources, right? And so are Republicans. I've got an article here, Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs. He's the Republican member of the House Judiciary Committee. Um, he said on Thursday, look, we need to identify who these, White House, who these White House officials are who told a whistleblower of alleged misconduct by the Trump administration. Now, I said this yesterday, but listen to this. Republicans specifically questioned why the whistleblower sources in the White House didn't file a complaint themselves. I said that sometimes I'm smart. I get it. Sometimes those two brain cells I have in this big old melon crash together and brilliance comes out of there. I said this yesterday. This whistleblower who had all secondhand information from people who actually heard the call, saw the call, read the call, were a part of it. Why didn't these people, with all the information that were feeding the whistleblower, why didn't they file a complaint? Why didn't they come out and file a whistleblower report? What, what, why, why, why is this the case, especially given that the relevant whistleblower procedures do not protect Second-hand complaints. Here's the thing. You've got a whistleblower who did not hear first-hand information, wanted to be protected by the whistleblower protections, can't because, because whistleblower procedures do not protect second-hand complaints. But yet, what is, what, what is this whistleblower trying to do? Trying to hide behind that. He's a leaker. I mean, uh, Tracy Beans. I follow her on Twitter. 
And uh, she tweeted, uh, I think last night, um, when are we just going to call this what it is? When are we just going to look at this and say, you know what? This, is, this isn't whistleblower. This is a leak. This is a damn leak. This isn't somebody. They're just hiding behind the protections of a whistleblower. Oh, and I, re- I, I retweeted. I can't find it. I wanted to read that to you because it was fantastic. Let me see if I can. I'm trying to see if I can. Yeah, here we go. Here it is. It says uh, they need to stop calling this a whistleblower complaint and stop calling this person a whistleblower and tell it like it is. This is a glorified illegal leak. And this leaker is abusing our whistleblower protections to get away with it. Spot on. I mean, here we have a leaker in the White House who was put there by the intelligence agency to spy on the current president because the left is pissed that they lost an election. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then what does Andy Biggs say? He, he takes to Shepard Smith and he says, you know what? The administration has an apparent leak problem. Adding, if they're leaking something, that's supposed to be classified, that is criminal. Big says, let's find out. Let's, let's find out what's going on. Because now I saw something, um, God, where was it? I don't remember where it was, but now we've got something. Oh, yeah, President Trump. Um, he had some statements. I, 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 let me see if I've got it. I don't think I have it in here. Um, supposedly, a statement Trump made got leaked by one of the newspapers about treason. And it's like, what doesn't get leaked anymore? What is not getting leaked anymore? But the thing is, we've got a secondhand statement from a whistleblower who did not have firsthand knowledge. Now, we know about all this stuff. We know where it's sitting at. But what they want you to know, here's the thing that I think is amazing, okay? Um, It says the complaint stated that Trump made a specific request that the Ukrainian leader locate and turn over servers used by the Democratic National Committee and examined by the U.S. cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike. You notice that's coming to the top. The left does not want you to know what CrowdStrike knows. It says a request that does not appear in the declassified transcript of the call released by the Trump administration on Tuesday. Trump mentioned CrowdStrike, but he did not demand the server. Now, according to the whistleblower complaint, by mid-May, U.S. diplomat Kurt Volker sought to contain the damage from Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani's outreach to Ukraine. Wrong. In a July 19th text message, once again, here we have hard proof. On a July 19th text message conversation from Volker to Giuliani, provided to Fox News on Thursday, showed that Volker had, in fact, encouraged Giuliani to reach out to Ukraine, even sending Giuliani a message. You want to know what that message said? Here's what the text message said. Mr. Mayor, it's from Kurt Volker, really enjoyed breakfast this morning. As discussed, connecting you with Andre Yermak, who is very close to President Zelensky, I suggest we schedule a call together on Monday, maybe 10 or 11 a.m. Washington time? Question mark. So there you go. Volker wasn't trying to keep Giuliani from Ukraine. He was trying to connect them. The memo, and additionally, the complaint said Trump suggested that Mr. Zelensky might want to keep his current prosecutor general, a claim not supported by the transcript. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so crazy. And uh, I'm running out of time here, and I want to get to a couple things um, that you should know. First, the House has taken a two-week recess. I, I, I don't, I, can you believe that? The House now is going to take a two-week recess because they work so hard. And, and if this whistleblower Trump um, transcript, this whole deal that he forced Ukraine to do something was so uh, bad as they say it is, would they take a two-week recess? I mean, they're not. They're, there's no. I told you this yesterday. I'll tell it today. There's going to be no impeachment. I saw an article yesterday that the left has 218 votes. They have 217 Democrats and one independent, Justin Amash. 
because they need 218 votes or a majority in the House to impeach the president. Now, what I think is funny, and it's not really funny, there's more than 217 Democrats. There's like 235 of them, right? 240 of them. I can look. Let me look here. Uh, current breakdown. Let's see here. Uh, current breakdown of Republicans. Oh, okay. House of Representatives. There we go. It, see, my computer heard me. It knows exactly what I wanted to do. Party breakdown, House Press Gallery. Let's see here. Um, yeah, 235 Democrats, 198 Republicans, and one Independent who probably votes Democrat. So let's just say 236. So out of the 200, here's the thing. Oh, yeah, and Duffy resigned. So there's one vacancy. He was a Republican. But I want you to think about this for a second. The Democrats could impeach the president today. They, 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 they've got the 218 needed. They've got 17 more than the 218 needed. But you have seven, well, think about it. You've got 217 Democrats. So there are 18 Democrats that say, no, no, no. I'll bet you every one of those Democrats are in a deep red state. I talked about this yesterday. They're not going to vote for impeachment because it kills them. But yet you got Justin Amash. And who, I, let, let's ask that question. What's in it for Justin Amash? Because these politicians never do anything just because it's right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm finding that out more and more every day. The, these, these politicians aren't doing it because they care about you. They're doing it because something's in it for them. What's in it for Justin Amash? Why is this guy turned into a complete and utter tool? I mean, he's up there in Michigan with the whole Somali and the Muslim population up there where Tlaib's at. By the way, Tlaib is selling... Let's impeach the MF for T-shirts. Capitalism, you know. I, I put that up on Twitter yesterday. These people are hypocrites at the highest level. But what's in it for Justin Amash? What, what, what's in it for him to impeach the president? Does he want to make a third-party run? Does he think he can? He, he does he have people whispering in his ear that he can be president of the United States if he just takes out Donald Trump? Who knows? But the House of Representatives is set to take a two-week recess. <laughs> after announcing its impeachment inquiry. So they, they announce the impeachment inquiry and then say, yep, we're tired. Got to take a recess. Well, some on the left are like, um, uh, um, why are we taking a recess? We, it's imperative. We, we impeach President Trump. They know they can't. They know they cannot. I was reading um, on Instagram last night. I was, I was reading a thing from educating liberals. This guy's really good. Um, love what he puts out there. And, and, and he was right on the money with, uh, what he had said about what's going to happen with, uh, any kind of impeachment of Donald Trump. It, 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 it's, it's past time that, uh, we do this. He had a four page deal. I wish I could find it now. It was fantastic. Um, I don't know. I'm not for sure where to even look to be. I thought it was educating liberals, but maybe I, I liked it. But anyway, he went into a four-page detail. And, and, and the gist of it was, you know, it'll go through the House. But in the Senate, it's a trial. And, 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 and that was the whole premise of his deal. Most people don't know what is encompassed by an impeachment proceeding. So the Judiciary Committee investigates. They file our articles of impeachment. And the House votes on it. So that's where we're at right now. It's not an inquiry. This is something that the government's been doing since it's been founded, right? They got to investigate, the committee does, and then they have to present articles of impeachment to the House and they vote on it. It could be one, it could be 50. They'll vote on it and if one passes, they send it to the Senate. Now the Senate becomes a trial. So in the Senate, President Trump can use his own attorneys can defend himself like it's a court of law and can go out there and can declassify any information he sees fit for his defense because he's the president of the United States. He has a right to defend himself against these crimes that he is being told he committed. So educating liberals is like, first of all, supermajority, never going to happen. He's right. Got to get 66 senators on board, right? Secondly, Trump has all the goods. Do you think for a second, I mean, this is what struck me. Do you think for a second that the Democrat Party want their dirty laundry all over the front yard? That's the only thing that keeps Washington, D.C. in line. 
is that everybody has dirt on everybody else. And that's why they're all pissed is because they don't have dirt on Trump. They've been looking for it for three years. They don't have it. That's why you see these politicians act the way they do. But do you think any of these politicians want their dirty laundry spread all over the front yard for you to see? No. Now, I want to get to this final final thing I want to talk about today. And by the way, head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. CombatFlipFlops.com. Use LOCK25, L-O-C-K-E. Get 25% off anything at their website today. I know flip-flop season is, is wanting, but here in the South, we're still in the 90s. I'm still wearing flip-flops. They're well-made. Uh, Griffin Lee are great friends. Head over to CombatFlipFlops.com. Bat for running, worse for fighting. Use LOCK25. Get 25% off everything on their website today. CombatFlipFlops.com. LOCK25. Do it now. All right. Yesterday, as I finish up this podcast for Friday, hey, let's remember everybody deployed, by the way. Tread Friday. Remember everybody deployed. Be, be good to the veterans. Uh, Jeff Flake, he has uh, poked his little head ding ding up into the uh the arena of politics again he kind of got lost but now jeff flake I, I told you yesterday about this secret ballot of senators there's 20 senators who would impeach donald trump if there was a secret ballot well today jeff flake says that there are at least 35 republican senators who would privately vote to impeach trump Former Arizona Senator Jeff Flake made a bold claim on Thursday when he said at least 35 GOP senators would privately vote for President Trump's impeachment. Appearing at the 2019 Texas Tribune Festival, Flake, a frequent critic of the president, offered his own reaction and predicted that close to three dozen Republican senators would back impeachment. He says, quote, I heard someone say, if there was a private vote, here we go again. If there was a private vote, there would be 30 Republican votes. He says, that's not true. There would be at least 35. See, if there was a private vote, they could all be pussies. And you wouldn't know who was. See, I said this yesterday. I'm going to say it again today. These people don't care about you and I. And you don't get to vote secretly. This is, I mean, it's like a trial balloon. This is what's happening now. You, you, you've seen uh, Mike Murphy. I talked about that article yesterday where he comes out and says, well, if there was a secret ballot, uh, 20 Republican senators would impeach Trump. And now, Flake, well, if there was a secret ballot, 35 Republicans. We don't vote secretly in this country said this yesterday. These people are so damn corrupt. And I said to you, you know, I just moved to Texas from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I knew, I knew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, all of the candidates that were running for any office in, in my district uh, for any position I would vote for. I knew them, right? Well, down here in Texas, I didn't. So you know what the first thing that I did when I got down here to Texas before I voted in 2018? I started researching the candidates that were running. And you know what I looked at? Their voting record. You know, when the rubber meets the road, you can talk a big game, but what did you vote for? What did you vote against? Where did you stand on the issues? And your voting record is the number one piece of information I can use to make a determination if I want to vote for you. And now what do we have today? We now have two rhinos, Flake and this Murphy dude, come out and say, well, if there were a secret ballot, things would be a whole lot different. That's not the way our government works. It's just not. And yet here we are discussing this because you know what they do? Like I said before, trial balloon. They're floating this idea. They'll keep talking about it. And of course, the mainstream media loves it because they believe that if there's a secret ballot, Trump is impeached. It's not a secret ballot. You have to vote out in the open. It's a trial. You get to say yes or no. You get to do your vote, and away we go. This nonsense of a secret ballot, all that is is a mainstream media ploy trying to see if we'll warm up to it as a society because they just want Donald Trump gone. Don't we live in great times? I mean, this is so ridiculous. All right, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm out of time. I, 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 you know, tune in. Make sure you tune in today. I'm filling in for Casey Hendrickson on 95.3, Michiana's news channel out of South Bend. You can go to www.953mncmarynancycharlie.com and listen to me there. 
I'm filling in from 3 to 6 p.m. today. Um, had Chris X on America's Voice News, my lock and load show, at noon today. If you missed that, which if you're listening to the podcast now, you did, go back and watch it. It's on my Facebook page. Or do this. Download the app on your iOS or your Android phone. America's Voice News. It's the new it's the new outlet for truth and conservatism in this country. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Get over to the matlockshow.com. Shirts, hats are available. Go buy them. I've got inventory. I want to give it to you and they're at a great price. All right guys, that's it for this Friday. Remember everybody deployed. The Matlock Show is out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number. 3030.